you guys welcome back to another episode of what the l podcast a podcast brought to you by me your host l where you might occasionally say to yourself what the l is going on but that's only sometimes but today i wanted to talk to you guys about the phrase that has been living rent free on my tiktok for you page for months now if they wanted to they would and I kind of just wanted to do a little breakdown of what that actually means and what my definition of that is. And like, if let's just cut to the chase, if this phrase is like bullshit or not, like what, what do I make of this? Like, what should we make of this? Is it have some truth to it? Does it not? And the truth is it's true, at least in my life, because Any single time I've been in a situation where I'm questioning if a guy actually likes me or like what his intentions are with me, I'll look over my friend. I'll be like, bestie, um, look at this. What do you what do you take of this situation? Because always trust bestie's opinion like over anyone. And she's like, oh, if he wanted to, he would like if he wanted to be on a date with you right now, like he would text you if he wanted to call you he would call you and blah 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 and yada yada and it's just like oh my god I'm tired of hearing that (laughs) like okay I get it god like okay I'm I get it I'm not wanted that's not what that means like that's not it doesn't mean that you're not wanted but I feel like that's where my mind goes whenever I hear this thought constantly because I'm just like bruh I'm tired of hearing it but honestly as annoying as this stupid little phrase is, if they wanted to, they would, it kind of is true. And I mean, you, like, if you apply it to situations in your life where you're like questioning an individual's intentions with you, like it doesn't even have to be in a romantic sense. And this doesn't even have to be applying to you as a woman. It can be, this can go for men too, because you can just change the pronoun. Like it doesn't need to be like whenever I was looking at doing my little research for this episode today, if they wanted to, they would. The phrase kept coming up like if a woman, blah, blah, blah. If a woman is dating this man, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, this can go for men too. But I think it the lines kind of get slightly blurred because like the traditional roles of men and women have been kind of tinkering lately I'm just seeing just based on my (laughs) research I have learned that there has been a subtle shift in the way that men and women are interacting with each other now and I think this kind of comes back to the phrase, if they wanted to, they would. I think this phrase, whenever I was doing research on it, it was talking about more of a woman. Instead of saying if he or she, it's always just she. So I think maybe guys are kind of just like fed up with the way girls have been acting or vice versa. And now they are just like over the dating scene, at least until everyone grows up, I guess. I don't know. It's such a shit show. Oh my gosh. Like our poor generation. I know there's definitely some good ones, like, but I think right now it's just, 
the wrong things are idolized and it's hard to find true love and like I feel like we all just are everyone in our generation definitely has trust issues like there's not one person um there might be I mean few and far between but I mean if you don't have trust issues like good for you I'm happy for you but I think all of us have some sort of trust issue when it comes to relationships because at one time or another someone that you liked did you dirty and that is never a good feeling so it makes you question yourself a little bit or somebody else but in a sense of applying this term to everyone I think if they wanted to they would is something that we should all heavily consider whenever we're deciding on who we want to spend time with because who you spend time with is a reflection and result of who you are as a person so if you are spending time with people who are just bringing you down constantly you're gonna feel down it's just that's just the way it is but also I feel like in situations this phrase can be overly used because I think people have started to say like oh if they if he wanted to text me he would text me but like sometimes like shit happens people are busy or like some like sometimes there's a legitimate reason why he didn't text you or there's a legitimate reason why like she didn't call you back or something and like yes I believe that there needs to be an equal amount of effort on both sides but in my personal opinion just to weed out the ones that I don't want I'm going to wait for them to come to me I used to I used to a lot of the time like I'm kind of a bold person and if if I liked a guy at a bar I might go up to him but sometimes I'm also like "Mm, I don't really now that I'm like older or like I say that I'm like almost 22 but now that I'm getting older, I'm like, mm, do I really, like, am I really going to, like, spend the rest of my life with this man that I'm meeting at a bar right now? Like, I know, I know I used to do that, like, back in the gap, but, like, now that I'm older, like, I'm realizing, like, sending that message is, like, I'm not, it's not going to give me what I'm looking for. So, therefore, I'm just kind of not doing it anymore because now I'm just too busy having fun with my friends because like I'm only 21 once and I'm not going to be young single and this healthy for the rest of my life like you only live once but also at the same time why would I work extra harder just to like slow me down because right now I am very driven on getting things done for myself which I think is great and I think everyone should be but also it is also healthy to not completely shut the door on dating and I think I'm very one way or another it's kind of hard for me to be like somewhere in the middle but somehow I typically end up there even though I don't want to be there and I mean that in a sense of like emotionally speaking I don't really know if what I'm saying even makes any sense but hopefully it makes sense something that I've noticed about myself within like the past few months is that 
I used to always like want a relationship so bad. So, so, so bad. Like I was like dying for one and like wanted to be in one. And it was unhealthy to be so honest. Like, yes, I can make the, the excuse that I'm a help, hopeless romantic and like I just want to fall in love and I like love the idea of love. But in reality, like, mm, babe, you just didn't love yourself and you just wanted somebody to fill the void that was inside of you. And, um, as to which in result, none of those boys did fill the void because nobody can, nobody can fill that void because the only one who can fill it is the one who created it. And also that is a God sized hole in your heart. And that's something for him to have. And, not another person because your worth isn't defined by anyone else but God. And also, yeah, that's my drop. And something else that I heard that made me realize this, that I was acting this way, that I'm like constantly searching for love is that it was an episode of Mel Robbins podcast. I don't know what episode it was, but honestly, it was kind of recently. And I, she basically she put me on blast. Like I was driving, sitting in my car and I'm like, Oh my God, I'm like totally always searching for love. Like always, always spectating, always looking for my future husband. Like I'm always on the lookout and like to an extent, that's not a bad thing that I like want that, but also it's exhausting. Like, Bay, you're in the grocery store. Like stop stop worrying about the tall, like the six, three guy over on aisle five, like looking at the apples, like, don't worry about him. Like, don't worry about him. Your time's going to come and the right person will find you, but stop rushing it. And it made me just like, really, it was kind of just like an out of body, like slap in the face to be so honest because I didn't love myself during that time. And it was just, I was looking for other people to fill that void. And yes, I still struggle with this. Like this is not something that is an easy fix because this is like a whole undoing rewiring of my brain. And it was just, it was a little messy, but I mean, I got through it and I'm stronger because of it and I don't take it back whatsoever. But within all of this time of self-improvement and like time alone that I've spent, I realize that I actually really do like spending time with myself and like sometimes everyone else like the more time I spend with myself the more I'm like oh my gosh like I'm doing all of these things to take care of myself that's so sweet like that's so good of me I really should be nicer to myself and literally started thinking that and then all of the little nice things that I was doing for myself quickly accumulate accumulated that's always been a hard word for me to say so don't laugh at me accumulate accumulated accumulated um after repeating that like six times I forgot where I was going with that all of the things that accumulated that I did for myself it ended up showing me that this is what real true authentic love looks like the love that I've been showing to myself. And for the longest time, I was searching for that in other people and I'm waiting for somebody to figure out and like read my mind and love me the exact way that I want. But I'm like, 
literally why am I being so silly right now like such a blonde girl moment like why don't I like why don't I just love myself like (laughs) mind blown like whenever I figure that out y'all oh my gosh game changer let me tell you let me put you on like let me put you on loving yourself though oh my gosh but during the time of being alone I realized something big And that realization was that I don't actually want to be in a relationship. Like, I'm seeing all the stuff happening around me, like all the quote-unquote happy relationships aren't really that happy. And, like, that's just what social media shows us. Like, it shows us the highlight reel. Like, it doesn't show us those moments behind closed doors whenever they got in a fight about him looking at that girl's ass in the party like that they didn't talk to you about that like you're not going to know about that you're just going to see the the pictures from the pregame like you're not going to see the bad moments you're not going to see the fact that it's like there's drama there's things going on that we don't know and also the another reason why I'm so happy to be single is because I don't have to worry about texting anybody good morning like that's a big one that, that is something that I don't have to do. I don't have responsibility over the well-being and happiness of another person. Like, I can barely do that for myself right now. Like, I'm literally in 18 hours of school, like, full-time student with a job who still has a social life and works out, like, six days a week. I'm grinding, you know? Like, I'm focused on myself. How, how am I going to have time to put this energy towards somebody else and yes I could but that's only if you perfectly align with my life and I'm at a point where I don't want like I don't want a relationship I'm kind of like pushing it like that idea away from me kind of this is the first time ever that that like, the idea of relation, like of a relationship kind of nauseates me a little bit. Like, I know that's crazy because I feel like I've always been so pro-relationship, but I don't know, lately it just doesn't seem like what I thought it was. And I'm just like, why, like, why am I trying to put all this time and effort into somebody else whenever I can put that into myself? And like I said, I feel like a lot of guys have also carried on that mentality because they have also been done wrong. Like they were done wrong by girls, just like how I was done wrong by guys. Like they're, everyone's just getting more and more tired of the pettiness. And I think taking that completely out and like literally just grinding out for a period of like six months and just doing you you realize that, like, do you even want that? Because, like, within that time, within the time of, like, from the time period where I was, like, alone to now, I am a different person. Like, that is point-blank period. I am not the same person I was. If you had a conversation with me from six months ago, you don't know me. And, like, if that was the last time you talked to me, you don't know me because there's – so many things that like I've gone through I'm not like bad but like have grown from and just like learned about myself through this time and it has made me like be like wow I'm actually a very interesting person and like wow there's actually things that I didn't know about myself that 
I get to learn about myself and get to experience it with other people every single day. And that's awesome. So I've just, I think my perspective and mindset has changed a lot and I don't know, it's just, it's just different and it's not a bad different. It's a good different. But during this time, I also was developing, yes, independence. Yes. However, this independence, I think I might have taken it a little bit overboard and now I'm just like, okay, I like, do I want to just be like the single rich aunt who like makes a bag and like doesn't need anyone? But it's like, no, I want to be soft again. I want to be feminine again. Like I want to stop like the, the masculine thinking. I want to step out of my masculine, but I don't, I'm on a roll right now. Like I don't want to because like the way the mind shift, the mindset shift that I've gone through has allowed me to just be more logical about so many things and it's been great. But also like at the end of the day, like I do know that one day I do want a husband, but also I don't really like what I'm working with right now. You know, like I rather just live it up because I used to be like, oh my gosh, I'm single. This sucks. Like I've been single. Okay. Wait, let me think. What am I now? I'm where? Okay. Yeah. I've been single for like two and a half years and I've been in a few relationships. Like I've been in three relationships and my last relationship was my sophomore year of college. I am now a senior. So it's been like two, two-ish years, two and a half years. And ever since then, like, I was like, okay, like when, like, when is it my turn again? Like, when is it, when is it coming? Like, okay, God, like I'm praying with my eyes closed. Like, uh, yeah, I'm super happy. Like, don't want a boyfriend. Like, please God, no boyfriend. And then like have like one eye open. I'm like, God, like, are you sure? <laughs> you sure you don't want to give me a boyfriend? Like, that's how I was. That's how I was. But I don't know. Now I'm just like, mm. Like, but all of this, all of this time and energy that I could spend giving it to somebody else, like, what if I just like, I don't know, put it into myself and like, just was literally like the best version of myself ever. And I just keep going and going and going until I'm just like the Hulk, but like the best version of myself, Hulk, like, you know, but like not actually like the Hulk, but like, just like the best version of me. I don't know. That made more sense in my head. Don't. Don't laugh at me. That sounded stupid. <laughs> and the stupid, they'll come to you whenever you least expect it. Like, I'm so, like, don't tell me that. Don't freaking tell me that. Freaking Sandra and Johnny, who've been happily married for 25 years. Don't tell me that, okay? Like, you've had your time. You've had your crime. Like, I'm, I'm over it. Listen, I know. I know that, okay? But sometimes... I'm, I can be a little bitter. Sometimes I can, not going to lie, but that doesn't make that phrase any less annoying than it actually is. And I feel like I went on a rant about so many different things just now. And I think something just comes over me whenever I start talking about these topics, because I don't know, they're just like super fun. And then I just go down a rabbit hole of like 
psychology and like why things are the way they are and then I just like I'm like oh wait and then this and then this and then this and then this and then I just like keep spiraling and honestly I think it's kind of fun and like great and I love that so hopefully it's going well for you too but getting back to the point of this episode and like back to what we're actually talking about I had to take a second to remember what we actually were talking about. That's how far from the point I have drifted. Hello, welcome back. We are getting back to the point. The point of this episode is <laughs> if they wanted to, they would. What does that mean? Like what what is my breakdown? My analysis of this phrase is it can mean whatever you want it to mean. And honestly, I think it does hold truth. And that truth depends on how much weight you put on that definition and how that definition applies to your life. At this point of life that I'm in, I have taken the if they wanted to, they would to an extreme and kind of just like thrown myself off of the dating scene because like I just... I'm like, okay, if he wants to come up to me, he will. Like, I'm not going to go up to him because, number one, I'm independent. And number two, I want him to come up to me because then that means he knows what he wants. And I like that. And whenever a guy knows what he wants, I'm like, okay, that's getting me all hot and bothered. Like, let's do this. Yes, you can have my number, delightfully. But any single time that I have uh, shoot my shot and gave my number to somebody or did something along the lines of, like, shooting my shot, basically, um, I'm always like, mm, okay, <laughs> okay, now we wait. And then, like, I'll, I'll wait or, I, or you get the text. Like, you either, you're either in or you're out. And with that, I just felt like, whenever it was left up to me, there was always confusion because I guess I had a tendency to look in the wrong places. If I'm being so for real with myself, I looked in the wrong places. And so what I was catching wasn't the right type of fish that I wanted, you know? And so, so now I'm like, well, based on previous experiences, whenever I have tried to shoot my shot, it has not worked in my favor whether they were interested or not because somehow I just wasn't looking in the right places and, you know, just ended up with the not the best taste, you know? Sometimes, sometimes my taste was questionable, but, you know, another thing we can work on. If they wanted to, they would. Not only applies to romantic relationships, but it also applies to friendships. Like, if somebody is going to want to make time for you, they will make time for you. And as much as I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, it gets to a point where you're just letting people walk all over you. And I feel like I got to that point and I kind of had to get to like a, I guess, quote unquote, rock bottom to realize that I'm just letting people walk all over me and it's not healthy for me like for example if you have a friend who just continuously is blowing you off and just making like terrible excuses as to why 
they didn't text you back or blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, this is probably more relationship. But, like, if somebody's saying they didn't have time to text you back, like, multiple times and it's, like, a reoccurring thing, that's just them not caring enough that you, like, you value their response and that you want to hear from them. Like, that is just a lack of respect towards you because if you express that you like whenever like it should just be understood like if you're gonna text me back or not because if you're not gonna text me back then like what (laughs) what are we doing you know like unless you are physically dying it literally takes 0.001 seconds to reply to a text or like at least acknowledge it so any excuse that you are getting from somebody is not a good enough reason to not text you back and also if you are having to be asking them to text you back like don't make yourself look stupid because they'll make you look stupid for a while I felt like it was really hard for me to actually adjust my mindset to if they wanted to they would because I guess I I was insecurely attached to people And because of that, I was afraid of people leaving me. And instead of being okay with either or outcome, I was banking on the outcome that I wanted. And so whenever I didn't get that outcome, I was just like, well, (laughs) okay, on to the next, I guess. But that that blows, like that's another blow to my ego or like a blow to my self-esteem, like what's wrong with me kind of thing. But looking back I'm like want to give that version of myself a hug because it wasn't anything to do with me it was just like we either weren't compatible there's somebody better and blah blah like it's just not gonna happen for a reason and that's what I've come to realize as I've gotten older but I kept thinking like if they won't somebody else will but I don't want to wait on somebody else like why can't I just be that for myself and that was like where my realization of like I need to start taking more steps to like actually loving myself instead of just saying and like doing things that make it seem like I do or like I don't know I just need to I need to do better with that so I started really working on that and it kind of like changed my whole perspective on just like how I view like going up to people and stuff because I used to want to be approached and it's not that I don't want to be approached anymore now it's just like I'm kind of going with the flow minding my business working on me and like if somebody happens to fall into my lap then like that that's how it works out but either way I'm okay with the way things are going now but also like I think something I've realized is like, yeah, that person may look really good and like seem really good on paper, but I also look good and I'm also look really good on paper, but I'm also good off of paper and like the right situation will allow me to meet the right person. But until then, I'm not in a rush to find anyone because I'm finding myself and that is something that I'm so like I just don't I don't want I don't want to like to slow this down this momentum down and I'm sure one day there will be somebody who 
will keep up with this momentum or like who is on the same wave as me. But like right now, it's just like, I, why would I want, why would I want to be slowed down is kind of the way I'm seeing it. But also like, I still need to have like a healthy balance of not being super hyper independent because I'm scared of getting hurt again. But also on the flip of this phrase, sometimes I'm like, if they wanted to, they would. Is this really the right mindset to have? Because you're just like, do you just think about all the times that you wanted to do something and you didn't and you like for whatever reason and you just were waiting for the other person to do it because you were too scared to like, what if the other person just like is expecting the same thing from you that you do from them, but now you're both stuck in this mindset. So now y'all are just going to be like in a constant loop of like waiting for the other person to do it. So I'm like, what if that, like, I don't know, because I think about all the times I wanted to do something and I was waiting for the other person to do it and neither one of us did it, you know, but also I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like a little tricky thing because I, I want to play devil's advocate because I see both sides. I feel like this phrase is a good phrase to be taken and like kind of gelled into your life. Maybe not so strictly because I think the principle of this phrase is wise, but also like taking into consideration like everyone has things going on in their lives that might affect them from not texting you back. I don't know. I did just say like there, it takes like 0.1 second to text you back, but I don't know. Sometimes people really do have things going on and they're just like not mentally there and like not mentally willing to give you what you need. But if that's the case, then they should communicate that with you. So, I mean, therefore, yeah, no, they should, they still should text you back. I stand by what I said. I think this, if they wanted to, they would has evolved into and at least my mind, stop giving where you're not getting back because I feel like it can just really depend on the people that you're with and why would I want to put myself in a situation to not have my cup filled by people who don't actually see me for me or don't actually have the best intentions with me. I've continually had the issue of giving people the benefit of the doubt because I'm insecurely attached to them. I'm insecurely attached to the idea of what we could look like. And it's a blessing and a curse that I recognize this within myself because I'm a fixer. I want to fix the flaws within myself, but how are you going to fix that if that cuz that's not like an overnight fix that's like a that takes time that takes nurturing and healing once you are able to detach and let go from whatever the outcome is i've talked about detachment in a previous episode but this can be like a really beneficial thing to do especially in dating because for me I felt like it was really hard for me to not get swept up in the idea of like the possibility of me and somebody because I would just like latch on to, I wanted to latch on to love. And sometimes I'm like, I was like, was that really love or lust, Elle? Like, what was that? You know, 
Like what did you really see that person for who he was? Did you really know him? Did you really know his heart? Did you know like what? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, did I, did I see him for who he was? And like most of the times, yes, but some of the times, no, like I just, I liked that he liked me and I liked that he gave me the reassurance and the comfort of like having this person telling me nice things, telling me that I'm pretty or like spending time with me. It was nice. And maybe I didn't love his personality a lot, but, and maybe I didn't even love the way he looked that much. Like, I don't know. It could have been, it could have just been a place filler and I'm able to be honest with myself, but I know that people do this unconsciously. I did this unconsciously, like probably, I don't know, whenever I was like 17, 18, I just wanted to be loved, but I wasn't a, I wasn't applying if they wanted to, they would to my, to my life. I was just like, I was like, okay, (laughs) I just, I was treated so poorly by guys for the longest time because I didn't have the self-respect. Like I've always had self-respect, but I didn't have the self-respect that I was, I was too, I wasn't firm in my morals and what I wanted. I, I didn't stand up for myself and I always just wanted to make everyone else happy. And because I wasn't happy, I, I thought if I made other people happy, maybe it'll make me happy, but that's not the case. I had to figure out what makes me happy without other people. And that's why COVID was so hard for me because I was constantly surrounded by people my whole life. So whenever I'm just literally stuck in my house with my family, love y'all, love my family, but like, you know, I don't think anyone wants to be stuck in a house with their family for like however many months it was. And, like, not being able to socialize with people. Because, like, I need socialization. I need community. I like that. That helps me. But, like, also, I now, there's, like, a good balance. I didn't have a balance back then. And I think that had, that, COVID was, like, giving, was my time of equilibrium, I guess (laughs) you could say. I also have this habit of seeing the best in people. And that kind of would bite me in the ass a lot of the time because I was like, well, no, like that was just, he was just having a bad day or like, I would just constantly make excuses for the guys that I was talking to. And like literally all of my friends have said, I have terrible taste in men. Um, I think it's getting better. Hopefully I would, I would say, I would say my, my taste has gotten better. However, in the past it was very questionable because I was seeking it in the wrong places and like literally one time I asked my friend to describe my taste of men. I'm probably I sure I'm sure I could go actually find what she said. Yeah, one of my best friends told me that I think this was very accurate representation of the guys that I was going after. Um <laughs> she said that <laughs> she said that guys who are really attractive and seem like they're great the first week and then the second week they are actually terrible and they do some really crazy shit that makes things end (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think that's accurate. I think that was accurate for like my sophomore year, like freshman, sophomore year, honestly, maybe even junior year of college too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be so, yeah, yeah. It was my junior year too. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just like scratching my head. I'm like, oof. But I mean, you live in your, you learn, you know, so it's okay. What ultimately led me to feel this way was my use of dating apps and the type of guys that are on that typically, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to find out somebody's real intentions of whenever you have a dating app. Cause like some people are like, oh, it's just for fun, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like I was full on addicted to these dating apps because I would say it's just for fun. But like in reality, I was searching hard for a boyfriend, <laughs> like searching. And I was like, oh my gosh, like add to cart, add to cart. But none of them, <laughs> none of them like worked out the way that I wanted because yes, like they all looked good on paper. They were good for about a week. Like they were super nice to me about for about a week. And then something just really crazy just out of pocket always would happen without fail like oh my gosh I don't even I could give y'all all kinds of stories like <laughs> just weird things that have happened like from my dating app experiences none of them as to which have been good I think I've only had one good experience from a dating app and that is a friend I made Colin um I met him I think he was, like, my first dating app experience, actually. So he was my my one good experience. He's still one of the homies. So that's good. I mean, but besides that, every single other experience, encounter I've had with dating apps, it has just led to not good results. Like, not nothing productive, nothing beneficial to me, nothing of substance. Like, I just think they're inorganic. And I think once I... I was lying to myself. I told myself that this was just for fun and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like not really looking. And it's just like a, it's just like a joke, but it wasn't a joke. Like I, like if somebody saw something in me, I was like, oh my God, like they see something in me. I'm special. Oh my gosh. Perfect. Like whenever I would start to not like, I, this was whenever I was starting to see my self-worth, but like whenever I, was starting to forget it, I would have to, I would re-download Tinder. I'm like, okay, time to go back. Re-download Hinge. Time to go back. Like, let's, let's try this again. Like, and then, so I'm starting to feel, fill up on everyone's, like, compliments and that people are saying I'm so pretty, blah, 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 like, having good conversations with guys. I'm like, yay, going on dates. But I'm like, none of these things are fulfilling me. Like, it's just making me honestly feel emptier because, like, I'm like, what am I doing? Because, like, literally I'm like because like I mean it's fun to go on dates and stuff but like um they're probably most of them just were expecting something after that and I was like "Mm, no can do sir I'm I'm just trying to go home like (laughs) like because most of the people some of the guys majority of the dating apps are for hookups and things and I was like trying to find the exception and that it was very hard to do that because some of them were very good at putting on a front and acting like they wanted one thing whenever they were really just like trying to, you know, love bomb you, that kind of thing. But you shouldn't love bomb. That's not cool. Never do that. 
if you're a girl, don't love bomb. If you're a boy, don't love bomb. Like, why are we doing that to people? That is so crazy to me. Once I got off the dating apps, it was like I was literally seeing like with new eyes <laughs> because I was like, at for, for the first few days, I was like, oh my gosh, like I need something to do with my hands. Like I, I need to swipe. <laughs> like I need to swipe left or right. Like what am I doing? Oh my gosh, there's nothing like there's no, there's no, it's like, I don't even know. It was like taking something out of my hand that I'm like constantly using and like literally, and I'm like, the, the people I'm going to pick, of course, I'm not going to pick good based on just pictures of them. Like, that's not who they are, and it's not organic. And then so I started doing stuff. Like, I was like, okay, well, if I actually want to meet somebody, like, I can't just sit in my freaking house all day and do, like, and just live here. I need to do stuff. So, like, I started going out, taking myself on little dates, like, going for walks, going to the farmer's market, doing stuff by myself. And, I mean – it's been good. It's been nice. And like, I'm not having to constantly, like, I don't have people constantly telling me that I'm pretty now because I took out that source of validation because I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, it's not, I think I had to grow up and realize it's just not the right, it's not the place for me, at least. Like some, some people are the exception, but I need to stop thinking that I'm going to find love on these apps because I I don't think I'm going I don't think I'm gonna be that one percent who just like that one tinder couple that you know that is like oh yeah we met on tinder like and we're in love we have like five kids like I just don't think that's gonna be my love story because I've tried it one too many times and I'm just I just don't think I can do it again why was that so loud I don't know if y'all just heard that just now that was a weird fire truck but anyways um if they wanted to, they would is a phrase that I think you should apply to your life because it's really good. And I don't really think I have anything else to say about it because I don't know. Now I'm kind of just starting to get hungry and I want to go to the gym. But this was a really good topic, guys. I love talking about this with you guys. I have some really exciting guests that I'm going to be having on in the future. So Stay tuned for that, and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed me talking about my thoughts on the phrase, if they wanted to, they would, and maybe, who knows, maybe I'll dissect another phrase because this was kind of interesting. This was kind of a fun little conversation because it was nice. It was a nice little self-reflection, nice little nice little therapy moment for me because, you know, got to do, do some reflecting every now and then, and I think having to explain my mindset kind of just you know puts me back into where I was like three years ago and that was not in a good place but we're so good now we're so happy now and I think it's time for me to go hit glutes and destroy my legs for the next three days so with that you guys stay sexy stay savage and stay tuned for another episode of What the L on every Friday. All right. I love you. Bye.